Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Well, now, welcome back to the show. Welcome to Behind the Gates. Your chance to join the conversation. Give us your thoughts on how you think uh, some of the racing will play out today. And we'll get down, uh, comments, of course, from Darren Flindell and Brad Davidson. Uh, I think it's official. Hurls has gone by the wayside this morning. Uh, the, the text I got from him a little earlier, I think the word bedridden was used. Anyway, what do you do? He still has given us a multi horse. We will uh, get to those details pretty soon. Uh, but it's a great program at Ramwick today. There really is no off-season in Ramwick racing. Ten races to get through. Um, Brad Davidson's done the form. He'll be on the big stage right throughout the day, and uh, it's a great uh, pleasure we say good morning to you, David. What's happening? Yeah, morning, Richard. Morning, everyone. Morning, Darren. When we get to Darren, and hope Hells is feeling okay. Morning to all the listeners. Yeah, I'm a little bit... I was good. I was bouncing this morning, and then... I paid the price for being a bit stingy, to be honest. I uh, I uh, dropped my phone on the boat a couple of weeks ago. I was getting up on the boat to do a bit of maintenance and fell out of my fell out of my pocket onto the thing. I broke the screen, so I thought well, I could go get a new phone or I could just get it repaired. And I went, oh, I'm a bit stingy, so I went with the repair and thought, you beauty. Oh, yep, got it back last week, all good. Saved a heap of money thinking you ripper, and then now I just got to work just then, and it's uh, it's not working anymore. So there you go, back to back to probably buying a new phone. So what's the moral of that story? Don't be stingy, Davidson. Or don't drop your phone on the boat. Well, that's well. that's one of life's things, unfortunately. My, my brother-in-law did that a while ago. He dropped his phone on the boat and smashed oh. the window, and it, that was uh, smashed the cover, and that was curtains. Well, mine didn't even like didn't even the, the front screen didn't smash. It's just something inside smashed or something so it took two weeks to get it repaired and then uh and then i thought oh it's all good and now it's just uh carked it again so anyway great phone so all right well things can hopefully only get better for you today <laughs> brad and as we as we say a very good morning to darren flindell again darren a home game for you literally just over the way right how are you mate yeah it's a, uh, I'll tell you one thing it's a little bit cool uh around here uh, this morning Bit of a bit of a wind and uh, the temperature is quite low. I hope that uh, repairman offered you some type of warranty on that job, Brad. Oh, well, I'll go back and see how I go, Darren. I'm just hoping it. It's trying to turn on, but just won't do it. But anyway, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But uh, yes, no, oh, well, we have an extensive IT team there, don't we, at uh, at Sky Racing? Surely, just drop the phone off to the guys there and. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if they're there today, though. They might be 9 to 5, Monday, Friday. Yeah. Well, it's coming up with a little Apple. Like, it's trying to turn on. It just won't. So, anyway, that's, that's, uh, if you're trying to call me today, well, I won't be able to answer. Okay. Well, that might not be too bad a thing. <laughs> Some, sometimes un, being uncontactable un- yes. is, uh, is not the worst thing. Um, now, just text coming through here. Good morning, Richard. Um, just, oh, I'm distressed. The, um, uh, the multi yesterday, the, the, the BSB multi scratched. HQ Friday, so I think, yeah, I think maybe that's the punters panel multi. I think it's gone by the wayside, unfortunately, uh, today. I think they had green um, shadows, the boys they? had green shadows. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, well, you get a refund, you might want might to go, uh, go with ours today. Uh, what's this one? Might be time to pull the debortly ad about wife spending all the money. It's 2022. Back plenty of winners. Uh, good luck today. Arnold. From Port Macquarie, well, Arnold might have something on Arnold today. I don't know, but uh, yes, the old the old debortly ad there. I'll, I'll bring that up with um, uh, with Paul 
when it, when uh, when we speak to him. Uh, Dave, your phone has had some whiskey. I don't know what's don't going know. on with it. You should see it. It's just it's like the Apple little Apple things coming up as in it's turning on. It's come about twenty five times since I've been sitting here, and it just doesn't do anything else. It shuts down. So anyway, that's uh, someone else <laughs> said. If says... you can afford a boat, you can afford a new phone, which <laughs> yeah. is fair enough. But you know what the problem is? It's like getting all the data across. That's the stuff because I don't know how to do that yeah. cloud stuff, and oh, I'm shocking with all that. Anyway. Well, welcome to the IT show here on uh, on Sky Sports Radio. Uh, now, Snackers has uh, has said, Hi, Rich, how good is it hearing Dino back on the airwaves? That being Dean Lester. He, um, the world is a better place when he's around. Just wanted to send the, uh, the Behind the Gates crew a safe and Merry Christmas and look forward to listening to and investing in uh, the Behind the Gates multi next year. And you can let Hurls know that I didn't over-race last night. Was in the stores. Nice and early cheers, Snackers, so he's a good supporter of our Snackers, and and there you go. It's, although Darren, it's not quite the uh, Christmas show. I think we'll we'll do it. No, uh, Christmas we're Eve. On, we're a mile off Christmas. We're on again next Saturday. Then we're on again Boxing Day. We're on again New Year's Eve. Uh, there's plenty more to come. And we're going to try and, uh, depending on the availability of you, a gentleman, and uh, we know Hurls takes the next couple of months off, needs his summer to recharge, but we're going to try and keep this behind the gates multi-game. Might even get a bit of a bit of participation from our listeners, but um, we'll talk about that at a later date. Look, we might um, get stuck into the questions here. 0419 That's the text line. Just flick us a text and let us know your thoughts, any dramas or queries about the day's races. <laughs> Hurls just text in. Sorry, mate. I just woke up. I feel absolutely. I won't say that word. Zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. Let's. Um, I'll give you the market for the two-year-olds here, uh, and we start with the NJT supports Kate Nippers. First race of the day for the babies. Our bowline is a twenty-three dollar chance at the moment. Crucible. We heard from. James Cummings this morning sounds like a, a tractability thing with Crucible for the big boy, but there's certainly a bit of ability there at six dollars fifty. Snapback dollar sixty five, just out to a dollar seventy. Uh, Achilles at eleven dollars. Number five blind date at forty one dollars. Six Dorothy Gale at thirteen dollars, and Legazzo being kept pretty safe in the market here as a $6 quote. First question comes through, and uh, it's uh, Dave from Miranda says, should I be waiting until snapback hits $2, or is that, that not going to happen? Brad. Look, it's we'll wait and see. Uh, I thought it wasn't going to happen last week with the, the favourite in the two-year race, and it got right out. So um, I think you'll get a little bit better price than what's on offer currently. But, uh, look, he's... He's obviously the horse to beat. The Snowden two-year-olds are flying this preparation. Do I want to dive in at the shorts? No. I'd really take those sort of odds about first starters. Um, but, look, his trials have been great. He beat Godfather, who won up in Queensland, didn't beat a great deal up there, but still won nicely all the same. So I think he's the horse to beat. I know a few trial pervs that don't mind Lozago. I, I thought the trials have been okay. I haven't been as taken as, as some others with them. I thought was ridden a longer touch in the latest, and the time was just okay. So... I can see that it'll run on strongly. 
Crucible, I don't know, Godolphin Trialers, they all trial the same to me. They all uh, just go out and have a little hit around and, and they never ask for anything, so you just don't know what's under the bonnet. But the two trials have been in very slow time, I can tell you that. So they're just not horses I gravitate towards unless uh, there's a real strong push for them. So snapback for me, but um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be having a look and seeing what the, the track pattern's like on the day with that one, I think. I think the price of snapback has to get out a little bit uh, from where it is right now. I've got no problem with the way of trial. That was absolutely fine. But I think this might be sort of overplayed a little bit with the success that the Snowdens have been having in the two-year-old races and the booking of James. I did. I really liked uh, Lazago's uh, trial, uh, particularly the first one at Canterbury. Uh, that's the one that put her right on my radar. I thought, boy, that was really good work. And then the Rose Hill trial was all right. I wasn't as as impressed uh, with that second trial. But I think she already proved to me what she's capable of handling Canterbury and, and finding the line quite well. And I'm really surprised there's that much between these two in the market. So I've got no option but to go with Lazago here on top. Over snapback and then, then Crucible. You made the remark, Richard, about him being a big boy. I watched that trial. Do we know exactly how big he is? Um, he looks an absolute monster off the trials. No, I'll uh, I'll have a chat with. Uh, I might flick James Cummings a, a little message, and we'll uh, he'll uh, rule the put the rule over him and see. But he, he's um, <laughs> he's he is a lad. That is uh, that's for sure and certain. Now, uh, texts coming through. Hurls living up to his name this morning. I don't know whether it's that kind of thing. Uh, I, I do think it's more just a, a more just the virus, and it's um, it's knocked him around. Dave, we have some uh, Brad Davidson. Uh, Dave, we have some feedback on your phone, of which some of we just cannot repeat here uh, on radio. Some really some suggestions coming through. Maybe one here from Dangerous Dave to reset your phone. I, I think it's a bit worse than resetting. Hold the top right button and the bottom on off button down together at the same time for about a minute, then turn it back on. Should fix it. So you're seeing those okay, messages I'll too, Brad. Back, thank you. And I did, I did notice, uh, yes, I'll do that for two minutes and see how we go. Thank you very much. I did notice a texture as well saying the first marlin of the season. Thank <laughs> you for that from Nelson Bay. It's that time of year. Those marlins are starting to turn up and away we go. So hopefully plenty caught. Send some photos through of those marlins. Gee, it'd be nice to, to see a big marlin being caught off the coast. Mm-hmm. Let's move from Dave's phone to talking about value, please. That's a good text. Yep. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, they continue to come through. Now, um, I'll give you a market for race nine because the next uh, question uh, is from Craig in Melbourne. Good on you, Craig. Let's go through the market for race nine. The ATC tree planting for the Queen's Jubilee. A tree will be planted there at Ramwick today to honour the late Her Majesty. And not many race courses around the world that have a, a royal in front of it, but Ramwick is one of those. Number one, Southern Lad, 81 bucks for Southern Lad. Number two, Mr Mosaic, 26. Uh, Wisdom of Water, 31. Uh, Ranting is a, a $61 chance. Number five, I Am Me at $2. Obviously, pretty clear favourite. Number six, On The Lead. At seventeen dollars, number seven, Lord Olympus, not there. Eight munitions at sixty-one. Space Boys in Melbourne, number ten, Super Pursuit, is a twenty-six dollar chance fixed here. Number eleven, Hellfest. You heard from James. 
Cummings this morning has said, look, there are worse, he's seen worse $15 chances than Hellfest, and the Gold Coast is the main aim for her, but you wouldn't discount her. 12's out, number 13, Easy Far, seems big odds at $34, 14, Noble Soldier, 51, and Dehorned Unicorn, the betting has as the only real challenger here, is into $2.60 now, uh, 16, 17, not there, so it's a, it's a good competitive race, I am me. A clear enough favourite, Dehorn Unicorn coming in for some support. But guys, the question is um, from Craig in Melbourne, a penny for your thoughts on Super Pursuit in race nine today. Darren. I think it did enough uh, first up that it could be worth a, uh, probably a place ticket here today, pretty strongly. Uh, Collet sticks with the horse, obviously. But yeah, I, I didn't quite, I didn't mind that run and I liked the way that it was trialling leading up to it. It's going to be a very hard race for it to win today, but... I'd, um, you know, at the price it's going off at, I think it's got a place ticket value about it. What do you reckon, Brad? Yeah, look, it uh, was held up the other day. It's definitely got a, a place chance, but um, I thought this was a, a dead set race in two. I really did. And um, I think it's all uh, all about Dehorned Unicorn for me. I just think he's the one that's... Uh, that sets up well with no weight on his back today. Um, I Look... I am me's been terrific, but fair dinkum. They could not have gifted her the race any more the other day. She just lobbed in front. They absolutely crawled, and she just sprinted home with 54 kilos. If she didn't win like that, you would have been disappointed. So different setup today for her, 1,100 to 1,200, 54 to 58. And I think the inside draw, everyone goes inside draw is great. I think it's no good at all because she gets dictated to from Mr. Mosaic from the outside. You're going to have to either kick up and hold it out to lead or take the take the sit behind it and might get blocked in behind there. And the other key today is rails out five metres. The six-metre pad there at, at Randwick is an absolute sweet spot. Whenever it gets to six metres, it's a rails in run day. So five metres means running line, and that's what uh, the data is saying as well, is that running line getting off the fence is the is the, going to be the place today. So barrier one, a double negative for mine, for IME. Uh, obviously has the world's best jockey aboard, but I just think, look, she's the better horse, but he's the one with 50, well, 51 and a half kilos on his back. He gets the right sort of run. He's proven at 1,200. He likes dry ground. He's got the upside as well. And I just thought at the better odds when they went up sort of $6 versus $1.90, he was definitely the way to play the race. I still think he's the way to play. 15 over IME, but they're the two I'll be taking in the in the quaddy. Uh, I think the rest are sort of fighting out third and fourth personally. Okay. Just joined us uh, this morning. James McDonald is right to ride today. Of course, had a, uh, a tumble and accident before race six at Canterbury last night. Shoulder soreness. He will be uh, checked out by the club doctor when he gets to the track. So that's um, that's good news. James is right to ride there today. And I suppose, guys, as far as um, racing goes, I, I know that uh, Gay Waterhouse has always been one to sort of um, want to understand where the, the wind is going and what direction. Michael Wood told us, and I'm sure, Darren, as you stride across the road there shortly, a decent southerly is meant to push them up the straight today. So how that affects things, time will tell, I suppose. Uh, Darren, are you one to worry about what the wind's doing too much, looking at your form? Uh, it depends what track, really. Um you know, um, if they're running into headwinds down the down the back section of the course, in particular, I do take note. Or if the, in the case here, if the wind's coming from the west, it's sort of a headwind down the side of the track. But um, it's all to be taken on board. And the ATC do have that uh, facility now. You can get online and check what the wind speed and wind direction is uh, through a through a live service that's available now. 
Hey, let's uh, get on to race seven here. A little question uh, around race seven on the day here. The NJT honours Pam O'Neill, OAM, real trailblazer Pam in uh, the ladies' riding ranks and a benchmark 78 over the mile here. And number one, French bonnet Rory Hutchings for Kim Warhead. Kim on this morning. She wishes she had a stable full of mares like this. And she's a $9.50 favourite. Number two, Maurice's Me Dad is at $26. Three is out. Number four, Deficit right in the market here at $4. Number five, Phillipsburg will take his chance from the wider drawer is a $21 chance. Number six, Spangler is at $6.50. Seven's out. Number eight, Camagway is a $4.20 favourite here for Godolphin, Zach Lloyd. Nine, Colour Sergeant is at $12. Numbers 10 and 11 are out. 12, Oz Legend, 17. 13, not there. 14, three wise men, 34. No 15. 16, Mandibos. Brad Gray, nothing if uh, not solid here at $14. Naval Seal, a $7.50 chance. Syndicato, 23. Watch him bob up today. And 19, Burrell and Bandit at $151. The question uh, is just uh, around Camagway here and just the general chances you give him. I mean, the $4.20 favourite, Camagway. And uh, I don't know whether I should have a side question and thought here for Darren regarding... Naval Seal, where if, if he's anywhere uh. around the place. <laughs> the, sorry, Darren. <laughs> or do you want to get him out of the way first, Darren? Oh, that uh, I was very, very disappointed at Kembla that day. Um, sort of moving into the race at the top of the straight and was very flat over the closing stages. Obviously didn't really see out the 2,000 metres, so dropping back to a mile could be a plus, but... I'm, I'm lukewarm on this guy now. He might come and smack me in the face by winning today, and it would be an, a decent smack. Um, no, I, I, I can't keep can't, can't keep persevering there. I, I've gone with deficit today. Uh, first up run was good. Second up run was really good, staying at that same distance of the 1,400 metres. But I like deficit going to a mile now. Tyler Schiller's been with him in both runs. So uh, I think this is a bit of a plan here with deficit. Uh, only problem is, when I made that decision uh, yesterday, the price is much better than what's available now, $4. But deficit's my go. I hope there's enough speed. But uh, French Bonnet, boy, she's um, been a consistent mare. Very consistent mare and a good tough wind at now. I thought Mara and Pa was going to gun her down there, but she just kept on kicking, chasing those leaders all the way. And they looked to be really getting along that day in the Nara Cup. I think Spangler's performance at Cavity was pretty impressive. Uh, laid in it for a bit in the straight, but swooped on them from last. So um, you'd have to like Spangler coming to Bramwick at this stage. And, uh, and Carmel Gray got the job done at Mudgee. Boy, that was a tough watch at the end. Never, I was never uh, worried that he was going to win the Mudgee Cup, but, boy, it got close uh, there at the finish. But it was Zach Lloyd's claim there from an inside gate. He's going to get a pretty soft time of it. Oh, uh, Mandibos, yeah, not without a hope. And Naval Seal, no, I just couldn't do it to myself. Syndicato, he's going off at a big price. Oh. I don't Not an Darren. easy race. <laughs> what, Syndicato? Yeah, I, no. yeah I've, I've had a look at him about three or four times this morning. Yeah, he, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. About a year ago, I thought we we're looking at a really nice import here from New Zealand, Syndicato, but uh, just hasn't really, really measured up. At the end of the day, probably his best run was at a midweek or at Warwick Farm. Um, Brad, uh, the, the text here, uh, Nolsey's best bet in the Punters Club. Uh, is his go this week. He's on Camagua, uh, Camagua, um, 
uh, is uh, are we a chance? Was the question from Watto. Uh, yeah, definitely a chance. Away. But uh, so so are about uh, ten cha- ten horses in this race. They're all chances. It's the toughest race of the day. Uh, there's a there's two races like this on the program that are just absolute lotteries, and this is one of them. So, look, I went sixteen Mandeboss over one French Bonnet, but um, yeah, I think. Camaglai's a chance. I think Deficit's a chance. Phillipsburg was luckless the other day. He prefers wet ground, but he's still not hopeless. Naval Seal's not hopeless. I mean, you, you just go right through it, and there's there's horses that can can win left, right, and centre. So instead of going too far into that race, I'll use my little slot here to to little memo to bookies. Again, today, have an opinion. Like, there's so many horses today that are dead set. Like, use Dehorn Unicorn, for example. Went up $6.00 obviously went up the wrong price, but then they got into 270, then back out to 320, then back to 270. You look at a horse like Secret Glamour in race number four, I think it got into 280 at one point, and then it's back to 420, and it's just like, fire out the markets these days. They're just getting carried away, aren't they? And all these moves, I mean, you'd have to, if you had a dollar for every price move of a horse these days, you'd be a millionaire by the time Saturday comes around. It's like having having an opinion. I'd love to see a bit more stability in these markets. It just seems to be getting way carried away, guys. Darren, you got a thought on that? It's it's, it's driving me insane. Yeah, sometimes I look at these fluctuations and I find them hard to read, um, to to be honest, because sometimes, well, mistakes do happen as well. And quite often I'm saying, now, is this this the correct price With, with, with this price? actually bet because sometimes it just doesn't seem to make sense yeah the thing that doesn't make sense to me is when they're they just seem to just go ridiculous swings like i said i think secret glamour got to 280 yesterday and i'm sitting there going no way in the world this horse starts 280 but you know they go they go seven dollars six five and then they go five to like 240 and then 240 to four dollars and then four dollars to 360 and then 360 to 460 and you're just like what's going on like just have a bit of... I wish the market had a bit of stability like it, it used to have. Yeah, for Saturday Metro meetings, mm. it's, it's quite mind-boggling that goes on. Yeah. I'll ask uh, Timmy Ryan there after 11 o'clock, if you like, what Please the story do. might be there. Yeah, I, I think it's to do with the way, you know, if it goes off somewhere, they all seem to be on an algorithm these days where they they all kind of come into the same price. But I don't know. It, it's, it seems to seems to be a bit overplayed, that's for sure, these days. Although sometimes it is the old art of bookmaking, isn't it, to wind the price off, the look of disappointment on everyone's face, so we've missed it, then bump the price back out to get them back on the hook again. Mm, maybe. It'll be interesting to see what Timmy says there. I'll listen in intently. Well, I'll pose the question to him. Let's take a look at the market here. And now behind the gates, multi will open up in a, in around about 10 minutes. We'll uh, go through the horses and uh, and re- reveal them for you. You might want to play. You might not want to play. But uh, in about 10 minutes, we'll do that because a few more questions are coming in. Again, text lines open until about 11 o'clock. Here's your chance to ask the guys. 0419-767-272. You were well aware of it now. 0419-767-272. Race four is the NJT supports injured and ill jockeys. Benchmark 88, 2,000 metres. Good competitive race here. Number one, military mission. Might have some fans at the $12. Uh, two, Zumon is right there at $6. Number six, Palmetto is at $126 chance. Four, Mission Phoenix, $8.50. Five, Global Osbred in the market here at $11. Number six, Worthily is a $4 equal favourite. Number seven, Smirk at $12. 
Greek Heroes in Brisbane, number nine. Secret Glamour is an equal $4 favourite. Number 10, True Marble, 126. 11, Tony B, 15. 12, Baccio Del Mist at 31. And number 13, Oceanic Flash is a $26 chance. Uh, Warwick from Carring Bar asked the question. Um, uh, it's a comment more than anything. Uh, I like both of the Tullock Lodge horses here uh, in Military Mission and Zoom On actually leading towards military mission at the bigger odds. Thoughts, guys, and overall thoughts Overall thoughts on the race. Brad? Uh, yeah, I like the race, but I, I'm not a big fan of those two personally. I, I Look, it's a, it's a fascinating race in that they went up $2.90 favourite zoom on, um, and they, they've clearly worked out that was wrong, and, and it's done nothing but drift. $2.90 out to $6 ever since the market opened. I think it'll start longer too. I think I marked it around $9. He... He led the other day and got a soft time in a, in a race where they didn't run time at all. And, and now he's got company on speed in military mission, the stable mate. They're not going to obviously go 100 miles an hour of both of them. But uh, also Mission Phoenix from the, the lower draw, he's, he likes to lead too. So even if Zoom on leads, he's going to have to work harder this time. And he's in a much stronger race. So I think if you like him, wait, because I think you'll get better than $6 on offer right now. Military mission, he's definitely building. He's got that wide gate and the 59 kilos, though. I think the two here are Worthily and Secret Glamour. I back Secret Glamour early on. They went up. Here you go. This is a good example, Richard, for Tim later on. This is eight fifty, and it got as short as $2.50 yesterday, and now it's back out to $4. So um, I just think she sets up really well. She actually missed a jump the other day at Rose Hill, got back with 59 and, and produced the, the best last 200 performance of the day when you adjust for the distances on the day. So her, her, her run was terrific. She drops to the 51 here. And the key with her is everyone thinks she's going to be out the back door. But normally, she's actually a really good jumper and can box seat here if she wants. So I just hope they use that gate and don't just ride her cold here and actually put her in the race early. And she'll run very well with 51 on her back. And Worthley's the other one with 55 kilos. He's just going to sit off this good speed. And third up, he looks ready to peak and, and run really well too. So I'm secret glamour and I'll be saving on Worthley. I'll take on Zoom On and, and Military Mission. And, and Mission Phoenix, I was with him the other day. But again, he's got the same problem as Zoom On. He got all the favours in front the other day. And now all of a sudden, we've got two, maybe three litres, and the pressure looks a, a lot stronger on paper. Yeah, I've taken the option uh, <clears throat> away from the, the leading division, military mission, zoom on, uh, mission Phoenix, and those I think will benefit by a genuine pace overall. And I really got the impression Worthily was going to go straight past mission Phoenix and win last time, and he didn't, but that was his second run in. I'd like to think that he's fitter now and will benefit by this more genuine speed. I think Smirk's another that will benefit by a genuine pace here today. And, of course, uh, Secret Glamour. I loved her win over the 1,800 metres last time, the way she just rounded them up and went to the line with a lot of power. So they're the three I'm playing around, six, seven and nine out of the 2,000 metres. Rightio. Uh, another question here. I suppose it's um, uh, Brad carrying on from what you were talking about before, and uh, it is what I don't understand is how I can see in some races all horses shorten at a point. How is this possible? Uh, Troy, uh, Troy the Bricky from the Gong. Thank you, Troy. I suppose, Brad. I mean, another question I can, I can fire at Tim, but you, you would sit there like a lot of pundits and people watching these markets in Sky One on these busy days. Do you see a bit of that happening? Yeah, yeah and it's just simply the reason it's possible is because they move every 
15 seconds, it seems. So, you know, you can look at it at one point and go, well, that's firmed, and then look at another horse 30 seconds later and go, well, that's firmed, and then the other one might actually be out because of it. And, yeah, it's just, it almost means that unless for the mistakes that really market moves early on these days, uh, it's what happens in the last 10 minutes, and um, it seems to be more important because they just bounce all over the, the shop and, uh, yeah, it just seemed to seem to get an influx. Maybe it's to do with these services and things like that as well. I know I, I run one of those too, but when you do put something out, it's maybe a, an avalanche of money at that one time and they all just sort of have it programmed that if they get a few bets on it, then it's, they, they kind of shut up shop and, 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 you know, shorten the odds and then it just it sort of trickles down. But, yeah, it's... um. As, as Darren said, for, for Saturdays in particular, they, they should be holding a lot better and um, I'd love to, to see a bit more stability there. <laughs> Munz is listening. Try following the movements for four days. Oh, <laughs> Munz's <days. laughs> <Munz's> movements. He <laughs> must go the, through uh, the five here's the open line. open line uh, listener calling in <laughs> for a chat. Um, anyway. Well, Munz, Munz would be right on top of this for the fact that he is on the air reading these prices out every day at... I mean, I'm sort of just looking at the fluctuations on the screen and think, oh, this just doesn't doesn't seem right, is it? And then then I do hear that, yeah, this <laughs> this uh, this was actually the movement movements on the prices during the week. Okay. The positive well, with it, if there is a positive with it, is that if you do like a horse, and you know, for example, if you don't like Dehorn Unicorn and I am me. You know, like you look yesterday at dollar ninety and two dollars sixty at one point. Then all the others are getting out as a result. So you can you can get some sort of odds about big price runners if if you do not if you're against the market a little bit sometimes. Okay, uh, look, I think we might um, uh, we might have our behind the gates multi horses all right to go, and uh, I'll we'll go and let the listeners know about them now uh, because we're about to open up the market here. Uh, with the tab on the tab app and uh, get involved here. So here's the deal. Uh, the horses are race one, number seven, Lazago. I might be controversial here because my horse isn't in Darren's top four at all. Race five, number seven, Vowmaster. I was just very happy with the way James McDonald spoke about him this morning. So race five, number seven, Vowmaster. He, he well, might hang be on, the you horse. tipped this yesterday before you spoke to him. Well, no, I know, but that was because I sort of you know, put, put the email through. I was I was bullish enough yesterday, but it was just nice to hear. Bullish enough? James. I think you said living, breathing, moral. They were the three words yes. used in the email. And I'm looking, this hasn't raced since April 2021. <laughs> I thought, what do you know here? What's going on? Well, you know what? If you can't be confident in, in these situations, when can you be? So, anyway... Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty keen on him, although there is a little caveat. I want to see what he's like in the yard. I want to see how he handles the yard. But that's the only little caveat. I was, I'm happy with everything else. Race eight, <laughs> race eight number nine. This might be Hurls's here. Cheerio to Hurls. Uh, race eight number nine, Coat Hill. And race nine, 15, Dehorn Unicorn. Uh, Davo and Darren, how does that sound, guys? It's not sounding bad, Darren. I think uh, hopefully we haven't had a lot of luck lately with the uh, with the uh, last leg being there. But you know what, guys? I was thinking during the week uh, I want to put a new rule on us going forward, and it might be a little bit restrictive. But I reckon what's been our Achilles' heel sometimes in the past is going the big fields, like 
you know, the yes. 16, 18 horses. Mm. Because when you think about it, say you've got a 16-horse field, you've got to beat 12 horses home to make that top four, right? If we're focusing on races that are sort of 8, 10, 12 runners, then you've only got to beat, say, in 12, you've only got to beat eight home to get it. So I think that sometimes we're looking at those big, big fields and then we run fifth, you know, and it's still a really good run, but we just uh, we just get knocked out by those big fields. So I reckon that might be something for us to, to keep in mind going forward. The last thing you need to discuss is Munsey's movements. Thank, thank you, Jack. Yes, that's a good text. We're going down a path there that we do not want to go down and wouldn't have thought. Um, so uh, with a couple of those horses shortening around the place this morning, the price that uh, the tab have given us there is $3.25. It's opening now. Um, so that's the state of play now. $3.25, it is now open. And um, yeah, ma- uh, max bet $50 it was for the bet yesterday. So, or for the price yesterday with those horses shortening, price shortened to touch, understandably. So next to certain uh, max bet there is $50, unless uh, Dicko or Hurls let us know in, uh, in any other way. Couple of races that we haven't covered that we really need to have a talk about. And... One of those is race five. Here is the market for the 1,000 metre benchmark 78. Number one, quick tempo, $9. Two, invincible kiss, 34. Three is stoical at $21. Four is out. Number five is our Bellagio miss, 126 bucks. Alpha one, $2.40 now. It was $1.90 when I came on here this morning. Seven, Rupertar at $9. Van Giz at 26 Number nine, Depth That Varies, 21 10 Lancaster Bomber, 21 Valmaster. He's into $4.20 outright second elect. Shadow Vampire, pretty firm enough here in the market at $8. And number 13, <coughs> Metzatore is $251. Uh, guys, no questions coming in to discuss this race, but I think this is a ripping little sprint. Darren, how are you seeing it? Well, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to turn on uh, Shadow Vampire. He just keeps on producing, and he's been doing it with a bit of weight on his back. And uh, today, with 51 and a half, um, I'm going to stick with him, Shadow Vampire. I certainly do respect the favourite uh, Alpha One, very speedy type, and really trucked along in his Rose Hill Trail win there over the 900 metres. And all these forms sort of up to that 1,000 metres, and not a metre further than that, a couple of wins over 900 and 955. Um, I don't know. Invincible Kiss, it could be one to include in Exotics at a big price. Mm. I think she gets a terrific run there from the gate. And uh, and Quick Tempo, obviously not out of Exotics either. But I'm going to stick with Shadow Vampire today. Dave, Yeah, I've, I've gone saying? with Alpha One. I, one thing I love when I do watch trials, and I, I must admit I'm not the biggest trial perv, as I've probably said on radio many times, but... One thing I always look for is how a horse bounds out of the gates. I think it says a lot about the mental state of a horse. And if they're just jumping out and just absolutely bounding on speed, it to me that says that horse in a really good frame of mind in a really good spot. And I don't think you will see a horse leave the gates as well as Alpha One did. He just sprung it and was just bang on the bunny straight away. And that just says to me, happy horse. He won three from five last prep. He's got the giga kick form. I did notice... The Snowdens say uh, during the week that they would have probably liked a, another trial, and that's why they stayed in Sydney instead of going to Melbourne. But um, uh, I think he's the one that's hard to beat here. Uh, yeah, I thought there were plenty of hopes outside of that, but he was the one that maps well, and I'm happy to be with him, Alpha One. 
When you talk about the gate speed there, Brad, there's one thing about the progeny of Super 1, uh, which Alpha mm. 1 is. Oh, they are every Super 1 I've seen, they are just brilliant out of the gates and, and just really running. They don't seem to get, get much beyond 1,000 metres, but, boy, they're sharp sprinters. Yeah, you're right. And was it that, that horse of... Um no, I'm thinking of a, a different horse. I'm thinking super something. There was a horse, I think, trained by Mark Connors that was so fast out of the gates, it was super something else. But uh, I was wondering if they were related because it, it just did that. But I, I don't think it is. Super One's a different horse altogether. I think, uh, yeah, I think it was by that horse. I think. Um, yeah, what was it called? I think you're around the money, mm. Brad. Pretty mm. sure. Um, let's get on to race 10. So. Uh, we're going to have your, sort of your IMEs. You'll have your Frumosses here at a short quote. Let's see where she sits now for race 10. Uh, there's another question uh, around another horse here. Want the, the, the texter wants, a, I think, a bit of uh, a confidence to bet him. But let's go to number one here. Nothing sweet about me, $12. Um, big wait for her to lump today. Bella Rouge at $5. Number three, Sweet Ruby is a $9 chance. Four, Festival Dancer, 31 Number five, Saigon. Is at twelve dollars six. Frumos is a uh, currently two dollars fixed, two dollars sixty the tote. Seven Divine Breath sixteen, eight Orbital Express uh, sixty one, nine Our Medina is a twelve dollar chance. Take out numbers ten, eleven, and twelve. Thirteen Barry Breeze at twenty six and Jewelry uh, raced last night. So um, on the text line, it is basically. Uh, the comment there is uh, Frumos, anyone, surely, and there's another one there, Philip Mudgy. Guys, my top bet today is in Sydney race 10, number five, Saigon each way. So, Darren, you can fire away here. Frumos, anyone, surely, and and a comment on Saigon and who you like here. Oh, when's the last time Saigon won a race? Um, I haven't really been watching her, her Melbourne runs closely. Now, I thought I thought if uh, Frumos gets rolled today, which is probably unlikely, I, I, I want to stick with her. I think she's definitely worth the, another chance there. I think she's a good mare, James McDonald. It's going to be a great booking for Frumos. Uh, the only upset I could really see was Sweet Ruby. I thought her run at Canterbury was terrific behind Juan last time from that wide draw, got a long way back because of the gate and absolutely thundered home. But oh, I don't want to take Frumos on. Oh, dear. It's tough. What do you, what do, you do with, with her? I mean, she's, she's in a grade of race that if she's anywhere, if she's half as good as the hype, she'll just win, right? But uh, And I don't think uh, the gate's great for her. She finds J-Mac. She finds a right gate where she can just sort of settle back and get to the outside. I think it's a real... A real moment for her today to find out. Okay, is she anywhere near the hype? I don't. I don't. I think she's overrated to some degree, but how much? I'm not sure. Like she should put these away comfortably if she stakes class. Put it that way. And and you know, I think she's been a little bit overplayed throughout her career. She's got that SP profile though. Um, she was out the gate the other day. They were a bit lucky, but saying that, Philosophy was un- just as unlucky behind her. So. I think everyone looks at Frumos and it's it's she grabs the grabs the headlines all the time, but there's other horses that are just as unlucky. So 
Look, uh, if she comes out wins by four, then they've got a you know they've got a real horse to to play to play with going forward. But if she comes out and just scrapes in here or or gets beaten, then I think we can all agree that the, you know the hype has has been overplayed. So a real interesting race. I've got her on top, but I think if you do like her, I think you'll get a little bit better price. I just can't see the syndicates marking her two dollars because there's not one rating in her whole career that has her a two dollar favourite here. I cheated and pushed her forward a length and a half, two lengths off her best rating of her career and kind of get a 230. So um, I think she'll she'll get out to a better price as a result. There'll just be too many computers there happy to take her on. Um, I think Al Medina's a good chance. I mean, yes, Froome, I should have beat her home the other day, but don't forget Al Medina was three wide no cover the trip on a day where it was hard to do so. I thought she was terrific and she's building beautifully this prep. And I agree with Darren. I think Sweet Ruby's a, a chance as well, although I would have liked to seen Juan run a bit better the other night. I think it's a horse that's been a bit overplayed too and had every possible and couldn't get the job done at $1.50 the other night and was very plain. So a little query on that form, but... Um, He's a hot shot. Did come out of that race and run well last night. So six, nine, three, and two would be my numbers. Frumos on top, but I think if you like, just wait. You'll get a little bit better. Your notes on Saigon there, Brad? Uh, sorry, uh, I think it's a fresh horse. Personally, I, I could only ever entertain that horse first up, and it's not first up today. So uh, for me, no. But look, if if the favourite's disappointing, it does does open that race up. Plenty of people cheering uh, for Saigon to hopefully get the thick end of the prize because uh, the owners of Saigon uh, have offered to pay 10% of their prize money to the um, National Jockeys Trust for the fundraising today. And written by I Kieran McAvoy, let's uh, hope it's, it's a fit, uh, fit end of the prize. Was at this meeting two years ago, also on a benchmark 78 over this distance of 1,400 metres. So if you're looking for a reason to entertain uh, Saigon... It did happen two years ago, to this day. Okay. If you're looking for the Behind the Gates multi on the app, thank you, Hurls. Um, go to Racing, and uh, next uh, next to the home icon, down to the bottom, and you go to Racing Offers. So go to Racing, uh, which is next to the home icon, down to the bottom uh, of Racing, and you'll find Racing Offers, the Behind the Gates multi. Good luck if you're having a bit of a play today. Uh, one of our texters there thought it was a bit of a tough enough uh, text there, Brad, you might be able to uh, see it as well. Um, $3.25, goodness me, guys. Won't cover my previous behind-the-gates multi-losses. Oh, tough. Uh, where were we for the five weeks in a row? We try and, we try and do our best, but uh, never mind. Good luck to uh, all playing today. Market for race six. couple of races to go, then we'll let these guys uh, get on with their days and everyone else who's listening. Uh, race six, the yes, 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 first yearlings. Feels like yesterday won the Everest benchmark seventy two. Arnold, number one, two dollars forty and the favourite. Two's out, three Aramis, sixteen dollars. Four is out. Five, this will be the one at thirteen dollars. Scratch number six. Number seven, Swamp Nation is a twenty-six dollar chance. Green Shadows, number eight, late scratching. Number nine, Lekvart is at seven dollars here. Number ten, forecast at twenty-three. Eleven, twelve, thirteen out. Fourteen, O Tycoon is there at four forty. 15, 16 out, and 17, Tango Fame, 13, uh, 18, Naval Seal runs elsewhere, and 19, John DeMarie, Jay Ford, Lee Curtis, an $8.50 chance. Guys, the question is surrounding the prospects of tab number nine here, Lekvart in race number six. Darren. Lekvart, um, I think it's got a... Good each-way chance in the race, Lekvart, with all these scratchings that have come out. We've lost Green Shadows as well, so 
Yeah, Lackvard's very, very high up on my list now. I think uh, Arnold's probably the one. Nice, quiet trial at Rose Hill. Uh, we're going to take pretty short odds now with all the other chances coming up. I've always thought uh, from the start of that previous preparation when he won at Kembla first up over 1,400 metres, he was a nice horse, then he won at Kensington. And uh, and then the wet tracks seemed to, to get the better of him in his last two. So I'm very keen on Arnold, but I think uh, Lechvart is a very solid chance for the Quinellas. I've gone one to beat 19, and then I Otaikun, best of the rest. Yep, I'm with uh, I'm with Lechvard here because I was with Green Shadows and of course it's a late scratching, so I'm left with Lechvard. Look, I thought it was terrific first up. I think the extra distance is going to suit, and uh, I've got it on top. I do concede Arnold's got a, a great chance. He he's a horse that'll come back and, and run really well here off a soft trial. He's at the right distance for him as well. So a race that's really fallen away with scratching. So Lechvard for me over Arnold and. Yes, I did see that text, Richard. Come on, Davo, you're flat. Fire up. Get to an <laughs> Apple store. You might be right. I might be a bit flat this morning. I was uh, on the way in, and my lovely wife, Kels, was driving, and uh, I was doing the old Queensland radio interview, and she's giving me the lift. Come on, give it a bit. You're a bit flat. And I'm going, okay, come on. So get into it. But, gee, it's been a... Uh, it's been a long year, so maybe well, uh, maybe yeah, I feel a bit tired. But uh, okay, sort of, fire up. Let's I don't go. Bl- I no, I don't. I don't blame you, uh, Brad. Um, I think you don't have to apologise for for perceivedly sounding a little flat. I don't think you do. I think you sound okay. But um, you know, it's um, uh, you, you can easily be um, forgiven. You feel okay, do you, Darren? Nothing flat about you today. Uh, probably sitting at about eighty percent. I'd say. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm just looking at this uh, wind at the moment. Um, it's about 50 k's here at the moment from the south. Blowing an absolute gale. Hey, if you like, uh, if, you like if you like Alpha One, how's a dollar ninety-five now sound again? Wasn't, think wasn't be he two dollars forty? Wasn't he about two dollars forty a little while ago? Yeah, he went he went uh, into a dollar ninety yesterday, then back out to two forty, then back to a dollar ninety. So I think if the trends continue, you'll get two dollars twenty or something at some point. You would think. Mm. Did we look at race three, guys? I don't know if we did. No. We didn't because we had, because um, well, Dalalart's there, and I'd imagine Darren had some comment. <laughs> I won't go through the whole market here, guys. With your blessings, a three dollar favourite. The question, um, uh, one of the texters there, I think they wanted to, to, to mainly get your, the opinion of you guys on number twelve, Pasitas here, who is a nine dollar chance in the midway. Uh, Dave, I was. Is Pasitas on the radar for you at all? Yeah, definitely a, a chance. It's having a great prep. Didn't have a lot of luck uh, towards the start of the preparation, and it's just all starting to come together for this horse the last few starts. And uh, always needs a, a little bit of luck, probably get back and, and run on. Obviously, Dylan doesn't doesn't get the, the two-kilo claim there with his riding weight being 54, but um, a, a definite chance. I ended up landing on broken arrows there just from the, uh, the, the good draw. He's been super consistent, I think, Liberty's son I could have easily had on top and might be might be the one today that I'm thinking, oh, I probably could have gone with it on top. It's got such a good record at Randwick and the last time was in a midway at one. So, Darren, what's this with your blessing doing there at $2.70, $3? Like, what's it? I mean, I know it's, it's got James McDonald, but um, fair income. Mm, like, why is, it, why is it $3 in this race? Yeah, that does seem uh, overcooked once again. Uh, yeah, I think we're taking under the odds there with Jay Mack. I thought he was one of the chances. Thought his run at Warwick Farm was quite good. But boy, Liberty Sun looks well placed in a race like this. Off his rating is 77. Last time he was in a bent, in, in a midway 72, he got the prize. Uh, admittedly, it was a big price. 
But uh, yeah, I thought Liberty Sun Broken Arrows were towards the top of the list with your blessing of hope. Mr. Rocket, oh, I wish he'd run it. I, I really liked it at Wyong on Wednesday, but it uh, could be a chance here. And I'm just hoping that <coughs> Jason Collard can have a little bit of luck here on Dalalart today. Uh, one thing that's been pro uh, proven rather clearly, Jay Collett has the best record on Dalalart. So hopefully he gets uh, the gap at the right time or doesn't have to cover too much ground. But I thought Liberty Sunbroken Arrows were the main two. Mona Vale, Max, uh, clears things up there. Brad, morning, guys. I think you were thinking of Super 2. Very yes. quick horse over 1,000 metres. Merry two, Christmas, yes. boys. That's Thank you. Yeah. She was... Um, she was sharp. Now, um, just a comment here from Jeff. Just back to the two-year-olds here. Hi, fellas. Don't think Snapback was any more impressive in his trials than Facile was in hers and got rolled last week. Agree with Darren that the Zago can knock off Snapback. So there you are. Guys, uh, thank you, Jeff. Uh, yeah, comment there that uh, Lazago can get the better of Snapback. I think that's a fair point, um, Reed, for Seal last week, but I think... If you're on for seal last week, you're probably a little bit stiff not to collect. It's just been taken on in front and was left exposed as a result. So I think if you run that race ten times, it probably wins six of them for mine. So um, should have been odds on, and I would have marked it that post-race. But um, obviously, you, you, you never know that with first starters. Just um, been on the text there with, with Munns. He's on his way to the races. Munns not not doing the tab prices today. I, I don't know if you hadn't heard or not, but he's um, emceeing a function there at the races. Um, <laughs> He just said about uh, uh, Alpha One price fluctuations, he came back with the word pineapple. So, <laughs> yeah. Good luck to all so. with the Jockeys Trust today as well. I hope yeah. it would be a great day out there. I hope they raise plenty of funds. And, you know, really sad news during the week in New Zealand, losing um, an apprentice over there. It was terrible news. And, um, you know, another stark reminder of what our jockeys face every single day when they, uh, whether it's track work, whether it's trials, or whether it's races. Absolutely tragic is uh, all you could say. Darren, we um, we might ask you for a, a, a best bet on the day and a bit of value all around the place, but what are you uh, what are you most bullish on today at Randwick, Darren? Yeah, I'm going to uh, make that filly in the first, my best bet of the day, Lazago. Race one, number seven. I think she's a genuine chance of giving Snapback a real good run uh, for its money. And uh, from a value point of view, well, I think the, the price available about Shadow Vampire could be considered value. I think mm. uh, it's a big chance of, of rolling the favourite there, Alpha One, racing in brilliant form, and, and that lightweight really suits. So I think you know, Shadow Vampire is respectable value. The, the price has gone about deficit, so I can't claim it now. Actually, th this is one we, we didn't discuss race eight. I think Superium's a very good chance today. It's good the other uh, day, Darren. Oh, I, that, the way it savaged the line late. Now, that was the first time Blinkers had gone on, and He's been out of sorts for quite some time, Superium, but I thought the blinkers had the desired effect late at the end of the 1,200 metres. He's up to the 1,400 metres. Here's my value bet of the day, race eight, number four, Superium. $9.50 fix with the tab. Um, Brad, race eight, what are you thinking? Uh, race number eight, I'm thinking Superium's a good chance. I just went with uh, Cote de Hill, though. I just think gets the... Gets the right sort of run again. He's been pretty consistent, barring a disappointing run two back, and I think he finds a suitable race. I had a little spec on the eight. Constant flight, the place at 10 bucks. I thought he was good there, second up at Mudgee, and he's got a good run behind um, Bandersnatch at Tamworth in the Tamworth Cup last prep at this distance, so I thought he could do something. But, uh, yeah, I thought Cody Hill was the one to beat, but can see uh, Superium dry track. He's definitely got something there for sure.
Okay. Good on you, Darren. We'll let you uh, get organised for the races. The first race not far away. And we will speak next Saturday morning for Christmas Eve racing. Good on you, Darren. Always always good to chat on race morning. And let's uh, give the give the multi a bit of strength today. Yeah, cheers. Thanks, Richard. Brad, good luck today. Good man. Thank you. Darren Flindell, go and call all the action. Question there, Brad, regarding some Melbourne races. Uh, Hogger is going to go to uh, race three in Melbourne. Is it another one? Uh, yes, it was terrific last time out. At, I think it was a longer cup, wide no cover, and, and was there and just beaten late, but uh, exposed a long way out. So I thought the run was great. A definite chance in what's shaping as an open enough race there. So... Yep, Hogger, he's a, a chance for sure. He's going well, that uh, that horse. Um, best for me today, race nine, number 15, D-Horned Unicorn. Next best, race four, number nine, Secret Glamour. And I'll be having a little saver on Worthily, but you might get a little bit better prices on offer right now. So that's the way I'll be playing the, the day today. Good luck to everyone. And, uh, yeah, and to Darren and you, Hainsey, good luck with Vowmaster. I hope it runs up to that living, breathing moral description yesterday. <laughs> I reckon you had a very upbeat last five minutes of the segment there, Brad. Thank you. I, I take I take feedback and I take it on board and I, I try to uh, react. So thanks for that. And uh, maybe it's just what I needed for the rest of the day. Good man. We'll speak soon. Thanks. There he is, Brad Davidson. He'll be on the big stage today. All the action across Sky Racing 1. Racing HQ Saturday.